0: The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free Gaming community website at enjin.com. Wait, what are we listening to? No. This is the verse cast, ladies and gentlemen. My name is John Abraham. I'm Jimmy Croker.
1: I'm Jimmy Croker. What
0: happened? Ah, this what happened? is the worst push intro the talk. we've
1: ever done. Damn it, push the talk. <laughs> oh. So people are gonna
0: hear it twice.
2: You see, you see, we we we've been we're so used to being a bicycle now transitioning back to tricycle, it's hard. It's really, it's, really, really I'm, I,
1: it's I'm so confused. Who, who, is John, I've never
2: mixed up the intro, so this is going to be a good show. All right, I, I think he was he was doing like a Fat Albert, uh, you know, retrospective thing while he was gone. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, well. I am gleep. I I this much I know. And we are those guys with ships. This is episode 26 of our podcast and today is 4202045. Oh, 420. Four <laughs> <laughs> totally, man. I wa- I wonder if in 2945 420 will still be a thing. <laughs> I hope so. I sh- I should hope so. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hey Ronald Jenkies. I hope you're still around in 2945, but that would make you really, really old. Um, so let's just hope that your music survives. How's that? Yes, I like his music. All right. I like it a lot. It should live forever. And I, particular, I like the song that we're using as the intro and the outro for our show currently, which is called Synergetics. And it is off of his album, Alphanumeric. Please do go check it out. At RonaldJenkys.com. I actually and looked it, up the word synergetics,
0: and it is a real thing, but it was too science-y for me to remember what it was.
1: It was yeah. it was words. Yeah. Lots of words. Yeah.
2: Too many. Science. Mm. And I think probably the sentence of the weekend has to have been Chewy or Home. Uh I cried a little bit. I cried too. Okay,
1: can somebody explain? what that means it doesn't mean anything it's the first time the us old folks got to see Han Solo and Chewbacca for the first time in I don't know a billion years okay so the line itself doesn't really mean anything to anybody no it was I I, I think I, I think Gleep would agree it was it was seeing after 30 years seeing Han Solo and Chewbacca in right. something other than something that we've seen you know for 30 years yeah
2: well, I to me it meant uh that uh, 1 through 3 never happened. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, and we're and we 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 have uh we have righted the ship and we are back on track. Yeah. Are
0: you guys yeah. are you, are you guys those kind of people that don't like the first 3? Or wait, no.
1: What how, what do you call them? The prequels. The prequels. Yeah. Uh, I I am a fan of there is a YouTube cut of the of episode 1 that's only about an hour long that's actually not bad I've heard um, of that I'm... Yeah it's actually not too bad episode 2 uh eh, episode 3 I like
2: Yeah I I don't know I saw I back in the day when uh 4 was in the theater I rode my skateboard all the way across town to go stand in line and see it and uh, that was my very first science fiction movie. And I, that was like, wow, been hooked ever since. But I, um, and so when, when one came out, um, I had a friend who had some tickets to the uh, midnight showing. And um, I said, sure, you know, that'll, that'll be awesome. And um, it was a, it was a fun after party, but I was really disappointed. And, um, and then just sort of dropped off ever since. So I haven't been in haven't been in very deep for quite some time, but um, am very excited about uh, about number seven and hoping that seven, eight, nine are just going to be um, are going to be that magic of four, five, and six all over again.
1: I was uh, I was seven when A New Hope came out, and one I, I kid you not one of my earliest childhood memories waiting in line to go in. I remember the giant cardboard cutouts. And I remember the cantina scene because I remember being really scared of the aliens and looking at them through my fingers.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. But,
1: you know, I think the thing is, and it's funny because, you know, my wife's about 11 years younger than me, and I know, John, you're younger too, and it's really hard for people that that didn't experience it at at me and Gleep's age to kind of get where we're coming from because nothing like that had ever existed before yeah and so it' just it just blew our minds in a way that it, you can't really replicate anymore
0: Well, I was like negative twenty when a new host came out. exactly <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but I had them on v h s when I was a kid, and I watched them all the time, and I love those movies, like they're my favorite sci fi movies, and I do not like the new ones so I, again, just, I'm also, I really hope that J.J. Abrams can really do what he did with Star Trek and make it
1: amazing. Yeah, and that's, I think everyone's pinning their hopes on that. Because the thing is, if Lucas was doing these new movies, I don't think, I think everyone would just be like, oh, uh, uh,
2: really? Yeah, Yeah. no, I, I, in Abrams we trust. I, it, you know, and it's. it's kind of like Star Citizen. It's like, you know, it feels really good to be excited about this. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And you know. and coming off of celebration which we'll we'll talk about a little later. Um I, I have a very good feeling um about the next uh, the next movie. And then they also um briefly they uh kind of released what uh, Rogue One's going to
2: be about. Yeah, did were now were you there for that uh teaser trailer?
1: No, no, I totally missed it. Wait, there's oh, a okay. teaser for Rogue One?
2: It's uh, just the it's only like thing I've been thing? able to find No, it's uh like audience uh, uh cell phone so oh. it's and, and it's like, yeah, it's 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 quality, John. Um, it's, but well, it's
1: it's more like a concept concept teaser, isn't it?
2: Yeah, well, it is it's 10 seconds long. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's um, it's not not much, it's just um, there's a really big Death Star. Ooh, yeah. I don't now, know, John,
0: if you guys are Tron fans, but. Before Tron Legacy came out, there was like a cell phone video of a teaser for that movie, and I remember seeing that and thinking, "Man, that looks amazing!" Uh, but Legacy wasn't wasn't amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think they're working on another one now too. Yeah, I
0: I I mean, I really love Tron, but I wish they could do more with it.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, you know, let's we'll see. Maybe if they get the good, a good director and a good writer. Yeah, who knows? I like yep. this. Thing that they're doing with Star Wars with the main
0: movie and then uh, uh what would you call it? A
1: Mar- Marvelizing? Yes, Marvel Marvelizing. That's exactly <laughs> what it is.
0: I love, like, Marvel's doing a great job. I hope that they can do that with yeah. Star Wars.
1: No, absolutely. I-, I agree with you 100%. I mean, because the thing is, like, there's talk of, like, a uh, possible Obi-Wan Kenobi movie, Ooh. which I would love to see that. Yeah. Um, possible Boba Fett movie. I mean, there's a lot of standalone content that's been kind of tossed around. So it would be amazing to see those movies come to life with good directors, good writers, and good actors.
2: I think Jack Black should play the uh, lead role in all those movies. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I
1: recently watched King Kong,
0: and I like that movie, but, like, Jack Black, you just... You laugh at him even when he's not doing comedy. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, Yeah, yeah. We're not laughing with him. We're <laughs> laughing at him. Yeah. So, did you guys see the? Uh, speaking of video games, did you guys see the um, uh, trailer? I guess it is for the um, Battlefront, the new Battlefront game.
1: Line was too long.
2: Oh, oh did, had, the, yeah. They, they had well, a they, demo.
1: Yeah. Well, they had a um, they had a, de- a developer playthrough. So you didn't. You couldn't actually play. Mm -hmm. Um, and there were, the line was massive and I had a 13 year old in tow and you know, he's like, like a squirrel looking at a shiny object. So I couldn't keep him in line long enough. I was so
0: excited to hear that they were going to be revealing something about this game. And when it, because they've been showing like concept art and all this stuff for like a year and a half now. And, um, so, I thought that the day that they were gonna that they said they were gonna reveal something was gonna be gameplay finally um mm. and there was no gameplay, so I was so upset no. that I didn't even
1: watch the trailer <laughs> watch well, it it's, heard, it's heard, amazing, yeah, and I heard the trailer's in engine, right yes, really, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll watch yeah, it it's... i just I really wanna
0: see what it looks like, like I would. I would be ecstatic if it was just Battlefield with Star or with Star Wars stuff.
2: I think that's what I've heard people say it is, um, but just you know the the graphic fidelity is what wowed me. Uh-huh. It's just like, I mean, it look is incredibly cinematic. Well,
0: did you guys see the um, the cinematics for um,
1: uh, the Old Republic? Or
0: yeah, is that the MMO that came out recently? Yeah, the old Republic. Yeah. the
1: cinematics are amazing.
0: The game yeah.
1: is. No. Yeah. The
0: cinematics were like I would watch a whole movie
1: if it looked like that. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh.
2: Uh, well, Jimmy, do you want to talk? Go ahead and talk about Celebration now, since we're in the uh, the uh, Star Wars <laughs> galaxy. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> <It's just> galaxy. <laughs> I saw what you did there. It was nice. Oh
1: God. I'll uh, I'll try and keep it brief, but basically, um, I, we went uh, we went on uh, Saturday. And we had a great time. Uh, Lowe's would be waiting in line at the celebration store. Uh, it took us about twenty minutes to get into the store, and then two hours to check out. Wow! Yeah, um, my wife and I kept uh, kept trading off, keeping an eye on uh, on my son. You know, she would go hang out with him for a little while, and then when I couldn't stand it anymore, she'd come and relieve me. And when she couldn't stand it anymore, I would relieve her. Um, so that was kind of lame, but I, it was great, man. I mean, there was a lot of merchandise from a lot of vendors. There were some great um, sets that you could take pictures in. Of course, there were, you know, a lot of celebrities, um, long lines for meeting the celebrities. But um, I had a blast, man. I had an absolute blast. We were there for one day. Um, there was a lot that we saw. Um, it felt like we didn't get to see everything. But um, if you go over to my Versecast page, um, I have a link. To my Tumblr that actually has a bunch of photos from uh, from the day.
2: Cool, cool.
1: Yeah, definitely a lot of fun. It was. I, I'm really glad that we did it because it moves around so often that like it's not coming back to Anaheim anytime soon.
2: Right, right. Yeah, I kind of feel that way about CitizenCon. You know, it's like it was so close, and uh, and and instead of instead of 600 bucks for airfare in a hotel, it, now it would be like. You know, five thousand or ten thousand. Right. Were you
1: were you at CitizenCon in LA?
2: No, I was. I I I got to check out and bailed out.
1: Oh, I was gonna say yeah. we would have, we would have been like ships in the night. because I was there.
2: Were you? How oh, was yeah. it? Did
1: you did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was cool. I, the thing was, like, I didn't. The one person I was gonna go with backed out, so I went by myself. And so, you know, it's just it's hard to kind of mingle when you're there on your own. But I went. I saw the presentation. Had a couple of cocktails. Made a couple of new friends, talked to a couple of people, and then was just like, oh, you know, i got nobody to hang out with, so I'm going to
2: split. Oh, wow. Well, you know, dude, we we we, sh- we should have been there together. Yes, absolutely. Perhaps next time. Perhaps next time. All right. Well, um, you know we're we're excited uh, for um, for Star Wars, um, but we're also excited for Star Citizen. And uh, so, since uh, last time we recorded uh, on the thirteenth, uh, there's been some stuff that's happened. But first, we want to go back to uh, the. Uh, FPS stances and breathing design document because uh, with the FPS master back in the hangar, we uh, we need to get the, the the lowdown on what this all means for us.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm dying to know, John, what your opinions are on on breathing and stances and everything else going on with it. I think it
0: sounds pretty awesome, and the thing that I love about Star Citizen so far is everything that they're implementing, even though it's like really uh tech, uh not technical it's really god, what's the word <laughs> um deep it's deep <laughs> it's deep, but it's like really easy to understand because it's just like common sense um yeah so there there are stances and you start off in the lowered stance where your gun is obviously lowered and you're able to run faster and you have more stamina then you can go to the ready stance where this is going to be like how every FPS is where your gun is like in your view um you're ready to aim but you're not looking down the sights um so you're not going to be able to run faster your stamina is going to be lower you're not going to be able to vault over stuff I don't think you can even jump um And then, if you need to get more accurate, you can aim down the sight. ADS, which is an acronym that I use all the time, but a lot of people don't know, so I end up not using it. So, I'm happy that they are embracing ADS, so I can start referring to aiming down sight
1: as ADS. Um, They're they're listening to you, John. Yeah. (laughs) I, I, I learned something new when I was reading that design doc, and I was like, ooh, ADS. Yeah, I I mean, that's what, like, everybody that plays Call of Duty calls
0: it, but people that don't play Call of Duty don't know what it is. So, anyway, aim down sight, way really accurate. You can't run or move quickly when you're aiming down the sight. It's just, it's like, they're really designing it to be super intuitive, and it just all makes sense. And there are just, like, it's... It's like it's so intricate, but it's like real life, so you just understand it.
1: Well, and the third stance is kind of a new, adding a, a, th- adding a third stance is kind of a new thing, generally speaking, with, with FPS, right? Yeah, the lowered stance. Right.
2: Now, if, so is ADS going to sort of, uh, um, is there going to be prone also, or is uh, ADS kind of the uh, most accurate you can be? I don't
1: did they I don't think they said anything about prone. No, they didn't mention anything about um about prone or uh, about crouching down or any of that. I would imagine, I, I guessing here, that the lowered ready and uh, ads stances are probably applicable to crouch. You know, like I would guess, like a lowered stance and crouch, you could move a lot faster, and and then ready and ads would still apply just in a different different position. Guessing.
2: Oh, okay. Well, 'Cause I I'm I'm guessing we're gonna be able to crouch or go prone.
1: Yeah. You would have w- to think. yeah, you would think, you know, especially for people that are gonna be uh snipers.
2: Yeah, 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 exactly. Um so um this and this is all gonna be part of uh one point one point two, right? We're gonna get this in the uh uh the, the initial release of the FPS module, right? Or Star Marine. I believe yes. so yeah. yeah. Okay, cool.
1: Now, and- I was going to say, your, your HUD view also changes, doesn't it, based on your stance? Yeah. But I can't remember what it said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, really cool. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I can't remember. This is bad. This is bad radio.
1: This is <laughs> this is terrible radio. Cuz I
0: read it I read it like so many days ago. D- Jimmy, Jimmy.
1: <laughs> help you? Pick, help. Yeah, pick help. me up help. here, but Jimmy. Help me up. Come on. Run a <laughs> lifeline. Um well, okay. So uh, aside from uh, the stances, you've got stamina. So while running, climbing, etc., that's going to affect how you manage your stamina. Uh, Also, another thing I thought was really cool uh, was the weight of your armor is going to affect your stamina. So, uh, they were talking about uh, if you're wearing like the really heavy, like juggernaut type armor, you're not going to have a whole lot of stamina.
2: Mm. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, so that's kind of cool. And it's going to allow for people to, you know, be able to like run up behind uh, somebody in that type of armor. I don't know if their field of view is going to be blocked, but. Um, you know, it's it's a good balance between the guys that are going to basically charge in and run, and you know, run and gun, and the guys that are going to be a little bit more stealthy, guys that are going to be a little bit more, um, you know, sniper centric. So I'd be curious as to see though, like, you know, how that's going to balance between heavy armor, medium armor, and light armor. Um, you know, how much uh, how much damage you can take across all three.
2: Well, I do remember Chris saying something about if you're wearing heavy armor that it it is um in in more than one way going to be more cumbersome so you will have a um, a more obscured field of view um you know when you turn your head it will not be as easy as if you were wearing light armor or no armor
1: right
2: um, so it's going to um it's going to impact you in more ways than just how how fast you can run. Um, I'm looking at the um, the document here now, and, and relative to um, uh, what Jimmy's question earlier, it looks like the difference between the ADS stance HUD and the lowered stance HUD is that uh, the major difference is that you're really zoomed in in ADS, um, and that most of your display is 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 uh, blurred out, right, right, right. Well, yeah. is is covered by the reticle by your your targeting reticle. Well, yeah, now, so. you're gonna see yeah, yeah. your iron sights or
0: holoscope or whatever you have on there. Right, right. The one thing but, um, that I really loved um, is the way that stamina works, and it's really gonna stop people from just running around and shooting. Because like if you're if you're just running like crazy, and you see a target, it's gonna take you a while to bring up your weapon, and then you're probably gonna be tired. Um, yeah, the,
1: they were saying, yeah, breathing heavy. Uh, yeah. If you're breathing heavy, it's going to be so much more difficult to aim, which is just so cool. Yeah, your weapon sway is going to be ridiculous. You're probably not going to yep. hit anybody. So
0: I, really, it just, it's, it's, it's just a really smart system, and I think it's going to stop those people that just want to run around and shoot people like crazy, which I love. One of my favorite games is uh, Halo. My favorite Fps is is Halo, and obviously in that game you do move around and you know aim quickly and it's a it's a twitch shooter um, but the cool thing about it is you do really have to place your shots uh, and if you can't do that then even if somebody has gets the drop on you, you can still take them out if you're better at aiming right. um, so when they can I- introduce a level of skill into the game that isn't just move as quickly as possible and try to get the drop on somebody. Um, Cause like in call of duty, if you start shooting at somebody first, they're going to die. Like no matter what weapon you're using, like if, if unless it's like a rocket launcher or something, um, if you start shooting at somebody first in call of duty, you're going to kill them. Like no matter what, that's just how it's designed. Um, so yeah, any game that can introduce some kind of skill, um, which is what Star Citizen is doing with every system, every right. everything yep. requires skill um, to win. It doesn't matter what weapon you have or whatever. Um, so yeah,
1: I think it, I think it sounds awesome. Well, I also love um, that they were talking about. Uh, they're going to use the uh, heads-up display to measure your stamina, and they're going to measure your stamina based on your, like a heart rate monitor to keep everything in fiction. Yeah, which is really cool because it's I love I, that's that's a big thing for for me, and I think for a lot of us is their their attention to trying to keep it in fiction and to try and keep it real. Um, you know, breathing being another perfect example. Um, you know, break down, uh, You know, to break it down. From uh from a full from stamina being full breath like if you or if you're at full full stamina, um they were saying it's like a one second pause at to the top and bottom of each breath to get like your perfect shot. Mm-hmm. So you actually kind of have to time out your shots, which is just really cool. Yeah, um, battlefield has a similar
0: sort of health gauge, kind of like the heartbeat sensor. Um, okay. It's just a percent, though. So you have, like, a bar that says you're at, like, 82% health or something. Um, The thing about Star Citizen is you're going to have health kind of like that, only it's not measured in a bar. It's measured in, like, how many bullets are in your body. (laughs) Like, you can probably look (laughs) down at your body and see. Like, I
1: think you can, like, knock off a limb. Or did they say you can't do that? No, this, uh, they, well, one of the things they mentioned was that, um, and I, I'm not sure if it was in the in the document or if Chris had mentioned it. But initially, there's not going to be a lot of um, gore right. to to the shots, but that they're still trying to figure out exactly what that what that balance is mm-hmm. going to be going forward. Well, they definitely said that if you get shot a
0: ton in one arm, that that arm isn't right. going to work anymore. Right, um, it'll go limp.
1: Yeah, so you have to switch yeah. to the other yeah. arm. Yeah, and if it's uh, if he, I think Chris was saying too if it's your if it's your off hand then you're not going to be able to aim as well either. Yeah. So hopefully Correct. you'll be able to choose left or right. I'm pretty sure in one of the 10 fours he had said uh that yes, you'll be able to choose. I hope so too. Um because as as a as a shooter, my dad used to be a cop and and guns have kind of been in and out of my family my whole life. Um I'm actually not a right-handed shooter. I'm a left-handed shooter. Huh? Yeah, so I'm really hoping they give you that option, and and I think Chris said that they were. Yeah, that's
0: cool. I mean, I don't know of any game that has that level of customization.
2: Yeah. Well, if I if I'm playing a medic, can I be a left-handed bandager? <laughs> you want to be right-handed shooter, but left-handed
0: bandager. Exactly. I had a kid in my uh, elementary class that. Was right-handed in writing, but left-handed kicker.
2: <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I think my, uh, Mrs. Gleep is left-handed writer, but right-footed kicker. At least, at least as I recall from the last time she kicked me. <laughs> 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 but 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 all um, right. But well, I was gonna say, but breathing
1: too, because we haven't really touched on that. But I mean, breathing, I think, is a really uh, an important aspect of the first-person shooter module as well. I mean, from You know, full health being a one-second pause in the top and bottom to, you know, having uh, less stamina being a two-second pause. Um, You know, with the breakdown with no stamina, they're saying it's like two to three seconds uh, pause, the top and bottom of each shot. Um, Very rapid uh, up and down uh, times, times about one second. Uh, so just the fact that you have to concentrate on breathing um, beyond just your stances, I think, is, is absolutely uh, a really cool element to add in and a really great way to balance. You know, when you're not balancing um, plus or minuses to hit or plus or minuses to damage like in a traditional MMO, using things like like breathing, uh, like stances is just I think it's just such a cool, smart, next gen type of thing to do
0: yeah and they mention like a an integer like how many seconds it takes for a certain thing right um but i don't think that's something that you have to know i think it's just like oh if i do this it's going to take some stamina and i'm going to have to recover from it just like in real life um so that's why i say it's intuitive
1: yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And then uh there's also going to be they haven't figured out what key it is, but there's going to be you're going to be able to hold uh, hold your breath state as well. Mhm. So, hmm. yeah, which like will, some of the
2: sniper games have that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think they were saying that sway is reduced to zero during that duration. Yeah. So something like that I think is going to be critical for, you know, like sniper, like you were saying like in some of the other in some other uh games. Uh, if you're a sniper, yeah, it's going to be all about holding your breath and, and getting that uh, zero sway to really be able to get a good headshot in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool.
2: Alright, well, um, now all we need is 1.1.2 and uh, put this stuff into action, huh?
1: Well, I think I, I think that the really interesting thing, once this goes live, is their next step, which they were talking about how to, Im- how to implement this for a uh, melee and brawling system. Oh, mm. man drunken bar
0: fights (laughs) cool i wonder if they will implement breathing or like a stealth mechanic so like if you were hiding behind a door or something and you didn't want somebody to hear you you could hold your breath
2: yeah, like like in the what is it in some of the Assassin's Creed, like when you're going sneaky, sneaky, uh, there's uh, like a meter that shows how loud you're being. Yeah, and whether other people around you can hear you. Right. Yeah.
1: Huh. Will be interesting to see. I think obviously. You know, it's funny. I think with Travis going out to Ilphonic, um, I think uh, not that the ship was off base, but I think that Travis went out there to kind of really lock everything in and and take care of the bits and pieces that probably Chris wasn't happy with with the with the most recent iteration. Um, I'm I'm predicting that we're going to have a reasonably polished release. Now that doesn't yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean we're not going to have problems with multiplayer. But I do think that the actual first-person shooter module itself is going to be
2: reasonably put together and and fairly polished. Yeah. Well, I think that he he's back now. He's um, yeah. He he left, and uh, uh, what they said in reverse the verse is that he was there to help facilitate communications between the offices. So I don't, you know, in in you know management speak, I don't know what exactly that means, but. Um, it, it seems like his work is done there, so I'm, yeah. I'm I'm seeing that as a good thing.
1: Yeah, no, it's funny. I I noticed that too. I was like, well, he's not there anymore. That means that they're probably very close to being done.
2: And I, I wonder, and I think, uh, Jimmy, you and I discussed this last week or mentioned it, um, I wonder how much of what they're waiting on is the server-side uh, matchmaking mechanic.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I know we'll talk about it in um, Around the Verse, but... Uh uh Foundry 42 uh Michael actually references some of the issues that they've been having with um and and the reasons why they were having issues with uh matchmaking. Mhm mhm.
2: All right. Well, um speaking of uh, official content wow. That was that was a great accidental lead-in into uh Round the Verse. Well, except we're going to stop off at uh, 10 for the developers first. Ah, <laughs> see. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Because Jimmy, I want to ask you about crafting systems and overclocking. Because oh, yeah. I, you know you had said that in Star Wars Galaxy, uh, this was a, a thing that was really important uh, uh, for uh, you know getting the best weapon. Is that you had to find the person that had uh, the best crafting skills and somebody? So somebody asked, um, uh, and I kind—I forget who the guys were. It was uh, a Well, they were doing this weird thing this week where they they were changing everybody's name.
1: Yeah, um, well, I, it, and I don't. It was um, the the question was asked by
2: uh, Milton Friedman, and he—it's <laughs> uh, a great name—and uh, he asked. Well, you know who Milton Friedman is, don't you? No, no. Milton Friedman uh, is famous economist. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, he had asked uh,
1: a question regarding the overclock system in Star Wars galaxies. We could experiment on the item we crafted to get a better design for that item. This resulted in people being able to make better versions of the item uh, You know, through the system. People, crafters became uh, basically celebrities and people would be like, no, you have to go, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but you have mm-hmm. to go to so-and-so to get the best armor or the best blaster. And they were saying, is there something similar planned for overclocking uh, production, uh, or, overclocking or production in Star Citizen? Mm-hmm. And for me, I, I'm just going to put it right out there. I, I don't think people should be expecting this to be a really deep Star Wars Galaxies-like crafting system. Okay. I don't see it happening. Um, I know, like uh, the the guys were talking about. You know that, that Chris has mentioned that that this is something that he wants to do, but that there's currently no real mechanic in place. So what I'm thinking is that the reality is, is it's going to be produced by NPC corporations based on the parts and raw materials that we collect, Mm -hmm. you know? And then once you get like, for example, we collect the raw raw materials or we collect the, the, the bits and pieces, we take them to, you know, whoever, whatever NPC corporation does, buys those pieces. And then they spit out the parts. And then from there, I think what they were trying to communicate was at that point, you can play with overclocking a weapon or overclocking a, a shield generator, and that the real trick of it is gonna be figuring out a balance between overclocking and not burning out that piece of equipment. Right. So I really I don't think we're gonna have a deep, deep crafting system, at least not at launch. Um, And I think that that people in general really need to understand that. that, that We're not going to see that. We're going to be able to, I think, we're going to be able to customize our ships, we're going to be able to manipulate all the bits and pieces that are on those ships, but we're not going to be able to craft a, for example, plus five to hit shield generator that's better than a plus two to hit shield generator that you can buy from an NPC corporation. Right. Well, the game has always
0: only showed off um, systems that are immersive and make sense for the universe Um, so there's no XP system um, there's no typical inventory system that is somehow contained inside your body you know you're going to be putting stuff in your pockets and stuff Um, so I think if they were to implement some kind of crafting system it would have to be like something that you had to have some kind of input with like you'd have to use like a wrench and um I don't know what you use to craft shields but (laughs) you would use those tools to actually craft it yeah it wouldn't be like a grid like in Minecraft or whatever
1: um right right
0: so I, I mean does that make
1: sense yeah, no, I, I th- yeah, I think we're both kind of talking along the same lines, you know. It, it's like with Star Wars Galaxies, it was, you know, you drop this in this, it, it, you drop this into this slot, and this into this slot, and this into this, this slot, all in a heads up display, and you basically pushed bake and it spit out your thing. Yeah, and I, I don't think that they, uh, I don't think that they have a way of doing that inverse that is going to meet Chris's expectations. But then I also think it goes back to balancing the economy. Um, you know, and They're gonna keep a tight rein on the economy. They're gonna keep a right. tight rein on the bits and pieces that are available for purchase. And I think at the end of the day, for them, it's not crafting, it's modifying. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, they, they said, I believe to start, that um, all of the economic nodes are gonna be NPC controlled. Right. Yep. Um, and then if we go with the 90-10 percentage breakdown, uh, at some point, 10% of the nodes will be available for player characters to control. So maybe at that point, uh, they will be able to create a little bit more detail or a little richer um, uh, development environment for crafting new components.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. And I still think it's going to be a, even if you own or control the node, or if your org controls the node, um, I still think that you're gonna get whatever is spit out as a stock item, and I do think that it's still gonna go to the it's gonna fall back onto the player, the individual player to tweak that piece of equipment to get the most out of it. But you know we'll see how it goes. Yeah. if you yeah. were a citizen of the stars
0: and you had you had a ship <laughs> that was deep. and you needed a new shield. Would you would you go out and like buy a bunch of metal and and stuff and and craft it yourself? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no,
1: I'd go I'd go to, go and buy it somewhere. Yeah. Amazon <laughs> Prime baby. Exactly.
2: <laughs> like two day delivery. <laughs> All right. Well, um another uh Question came in about uh, Vanguard redundant systems and um, we will be able to do multiple configurations. Um, we'll be able, How will we be able to use those redundant systems? Can we essentially have two systems running at the same time or available at the same time and switch power from one to the other? Can we have like a combat configuration? Um, operating within like an exploration configuration so if you're out exploring and bad guys show up can you switch your system uh, sort of on the fly to a, a, a combat configuration and um, what uh, the guy said was absolutely but uh, they're not really sure how they're gonna do it yet but that it's going to be um, it's, you're gonna have that level of control um, at least on that ship yeah, it's um, Calyx and and Matt, so that Thank we you. So, so that
1: we both so that all three of us stopped going those guys. And, <laughs> um, yeah, and Small Cap asked a question, and I, and specifically one of the things he was asking that I thought was interesting was, um, could you have both a splash and direct damage shield installed instead of two of one or you know two of the other?
2: mm mm-hmm. But but the the problem with that though is that the is that. If because you have uh, two nodes, uh, two shield nodes, and they're on essentially opposite ends of the ship, right? The they they don't overlap each other; they cover different segments of the right. ship. So I suppose if you if what you wanted was to have uh, splash damage up front and um, the other kind in the rear, then yeah, you could do that. But you wouldn't be able to um, enjoy the benefit of both kinds of protection across the entire ship at the same time.
1: Well, I think um, you know. It was either Calyx or Matt, but one of them had said, "You know, if you those wanted, guys. yeah, those guys. Um, if you wanted to have, for example, direct damage up front, like if you were charging headlong into a, a frigate class ship, you could have direct damage up front so that you could take the brunt force of the weapons they're throwing at you, and then you could have splash damage on on the back end of your ship for people that were lobbing missiles at you that were on your six.
2: Right, right, so, yeah, but you wouldn't necessarily be able to switch those two in flight. Right, because right, right, right. because Because those have distinct uh, physical um, locations.
1: Well, and I can't imagine, like, you know, again, this was another thing where it was like, well, we've talked about it and, you know, we don't have any specifics yet. But I can't imagine that they're going to allow you to, you know, swap out, like, for example, swapping out an exploration config for a combat
2: config while you're in space. Um I you know that example I was thinking along the lines of how your uh, computer systems are configured. So if it has redundant computer systems, right. Um and you have something that has um explore an exploration module within the computer system, um are you able to um power down that system and power up the other system which uh you know Contains logic to help you um, calculate uh, uh, battle tactics.
1: Right, right, right. No, that makes that makes sense. If you've got them already preloaded, and this goes actually speaks to the multi-crew question that uh, that was asked shortly thereafter. Um, ah. You know, I think uh, what was it? Uh, Squirrel asked, um, with uh, will pilots be able to shut down and restart individual engines while in flight? For example. Um, if one, uh, if someone's piloting a constellation on a long exploration trip, would it be possible to shut down two of the main engines, allowing the constellation to cruise on the remaining two engines to conserve fuel? Mm-hmm. So we'll touch on that in a second. But I think that that ties into the question about the Vanguard and its redundant systems. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, so that yeah, you know, I would think though. I don't know. I mean, I would think though that, like, at the end of the day, you're either going to have the option to be a jack of all trades, you know, or and be a master of none, or be you know death in the sky. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I'm sure that you'll be able to to turn your vanguard into an, into some semblance of a, of an exploration ship, but it's not going to be able to touch a Carrick. You know, it's not going to be able to touch a, a constellation. Uh, right. There's just no way. Right, right. Sorry. Can't touch this.
2: (laughs) Oh, dear. I'm going to go put on my genie pants. (laughs) Oh, wait, I'm wearing them. Hey,
0: how did that happen? (laughs) What? (laughs) I just recently found out that Marky Mark isn't just a nickname for Mark Wahlberg. He was Ooh. actually a rapper. You didn't know didn't that? Know? No. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. I didn't, didn't know, know that. that. So I looked it up on YouTube and like the music video for what's the one song?
1: It's bad. It's just uh, bad. Um, no, the really popular one isn't that bad. Good good, good sensations, good vibrations. Yeah, I like, or, yeah, I like that. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I knew that song, but I didn't know it was my Mark
2: Wahlberg. You, know, you didn't have to live through it, though. Yeah, yeah. We had to <laughs> Jimmy live and I it. had to live through it.
1: It was yeah, it was painful. Oh. Did you know that his
0: two brothers own a or run a burger place in um, yeah, I think New York called
1: Wall Burgers.
2: <laughs> I have heard that. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd forgotten that. Yeah,
1: nice. anybody anybody mm-hmm. listening that's Burgers. out in New York. Go to Wall Burgers and tell us if it's any good. Mm. Burgers.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, um, uh, Jimmy, I thought you, uh, you had something you wanted to talk about. Um, or uh, are, are, are we are we done with multi crew stations, or do we have more to talk about there?
1: No, I think I think that I think both those questions kind of tie in nicely. I mean, the thing is, though, I'm really excited about though that that kind of granular system. You know, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see. You know. Are you going to power down your engines to put all of your uh, power into your mining drills, for example? And if that's the case, with a bigger ship, how long is it going to take for you to power those engines back up if you need to get out of there in a hurry? So it's going to be really cool to see those types of trade-offs. You know, For example, if you're flying a ghost and you don't want to be seen, you're probably going to have to power down your shields and you're probably Mm -hmm. going to have to power down your weapons. So, for all intent and purposes, you might have a a much lower radar signature, but if somebody finds you, I know from testing it, it takes time to power your shields back up. Mm -hmm. So, if Mm -hmm. you cut the power on your shields, it's a good, I want to say it's a good 15 seconds before your shields are fully charged and up and running again. Mm -hmm. So... That's going to be really interesting once the Persistent Universe goes live. You know, when you're trying to fly under, under the radar, when you're trying to not be seen, or, you know, or if you're trying to conserve fuel, you know, what ship systems are you going to sacrifice and how long is it going to take for them to power back up when you run into a problem?
2: And what, and what benefit uh, to that situation are you going to receive from having a ship that has redundant systems?
1: And will Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch come and save the day <laughs> when God. you don't have the time to power up your weapons. Okay. Gosh, I hope so. Again, this is off topic, but. <laughs> Gleep.
0: Did I yeah. get some. Did, was I feeling some hate vibes over Vigo Mortensen last week?
2: Yes, you were. No!
0: Oh, I think he's great as
2: Aragorn. <laughs>
1: No, he was. Come on, what's wrong will, with him? I will, I will be Switzerland in this one. I don't care either <laughs> way. <laughs>
2: I um. will admit that the
1: the um,
0: the Strider from uh, the Lord of the Rings animated movie is really cool.
2: Mm-hmm. He just, you know, he wasn't bad um, in and of himself, but he he couldn't he in my in my humble uh he does he doesn't stand up well in scenes with really amazing actors like Sean Bean okay you know i mean sean sean bean is just incredible but we just have to find something where he doesn't get killed off in the first yeah.
0: <laughs> and and vigo can't really sing vigo cannot that, sing. that was kind um, of painful <laughs>
2: he cannot sing Man. He's he's um, he's the strong silent type. He yeah. he shouldn't have to talk too much. But it's
1: like so. it's yeah. like Schwarzenegger singing in Christmas carols.
2: That is <laughs> <laughs> jingle
1: bells, jingle bells. Wait, what was that? <laughs> that was terrible. That's a horrible Schwarzenegger impersonation. I apologize. Please send your hate mail to Jimmy Croker at. So listen, so listen, community. I'm talking. Yeah. I'm talking to you right now, community. You listening? Give us your best Schwarzenegger impressions and we will play
0: them back on the show. (laughs) Close, but
1: no. Um, This week, this week is 10 for the producers. Drop us an email at comms at versecast.org or send us a DM on Twitter. You know where we are. Let us know what question from this week's 10 from the producers that you would like for us to talk about. And we might just talk about it on the air next week.
2: Yeah, we want to know what you think.
1: comms at versecast.org. Let us know. Talk to us. We, we want your feedback. We, we like you. We're interested in what you have to say.
2: We really are. All right. Well, um, so... <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, around the first episode 40, um, uh, They uh, at the top of the show, they mentioned about uh, REC Awards... Uh, used to be a lot more bountiful than than they are now. they're, they're they've become a bit measly. Um, and that uh, we should uh, we should not despair because uh, rebalancing is likely going to take place, and then it's going to go back the other way. because I think when we first started out, if you if you just did reasonably well in anything, you would get thousands of REC and it it's kind of gotten to a place where if you you can't make hardly anything playing uh, public vandal swarm, uh, or private vandal swarm, you get a little bit more playing public. But um, if you're not um, if you're not Ace or Yellow Stag and uh, able to kill in um, battle royale, you're just not going to be able to earn a, a living wage. Uh, but they're going to fix that, so um, I'm looking to forward uh, to that. Um, and they also they acknowledge too that they. In this last patch, they made some rather significant changes to some ships, including the Aurora, which um, got nerfed pretty seriously. Um, and that those those are are likely to get adjusted as well. So,
1: and that's I think um, I, I think um, Bandit Loaf has mentioned time and time again uh, that you know there's going to be a lot of back and forth. You know, there's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of trying to figure out what's the right balance. So. You know, the pendulum will, sw- pendulum will swing one way and it'll swing back the other way. So, yeah. Well, of what's, course. It, sorry, go. Oh, I was going to say, of course, it's easy for me to say with my 80,000, you know, wreck from from being <laughs> yeah. a subscriber. Yeah. So. What's really going on here
0: is they made the non-subscribers feel like crap so that they'll go subscribe. That's what they're doing.
1: Ah, it's a conspiracy. <laughs>
2: It is. Pay to win. Pay to win.
1: John, are you celebrating 420 today? (laughs) Dude, I don't care about Wreck anymore. You know why? (laughs) Why? Because I have the ship
0: that I've always wanted with all the weapons. I got everything because I have a Super Hornet.
1: You are the man. What more do you need? I don't need anything, dude. (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) Death from above.
2: All right. So, and I think I mentioned earlier that the they were doing this bizarre thing on several of the shows this week, where they were just like changing people's names.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was
2: weird. I I don't understand why they were doing that. It was very confusing to I.
1: Now, they also kind of mentioned um, Darian and and Lisa. I think it was. Mm -hmm. Um, They also mentioned in passing uh, character creations potentially. It seems like it's coming out soon. Uh huh. Because um, yeah. I think I think it was Lisa, and I apologize if it wasn't. Um, but I think she had mentioned that um, that they were in the middle of doing character creation for all of the NPCs. Um, mm-hmm. So I would and I would imagine that's got something to do also with the NPCs that we'll see in uh, the tutorial. Um, but I, it makes me think maybe character creation is actually going to come out with uh, the social module.
2: I believe that it's supposed to. I hope um... so. Yeah, but they they and they did mention that that tutorial is going to be coming in 1.1.2. Right. Which um I think last week we were uh, discussing that it sort of seemed like they had already um released it but we couldn't find it. So, did get confirmation that it is coming out but not until 1.1.2. Right. And uh you know what's um, funny
0: about video games? You get to choose <laughs> what you look like. But in real life, you have no control. Mm. So if the game was nice. really immersive, it would just randomly generate your face.
1: I, I it, well, you know what's funny is um, back when the Star Wars Galaxies days, since we're since we're off topic, um, I found it infinitely amusing that my short, short bald friends were all tall, hairy Wookies <laughs> <laughs> almost
2: every time. Yeah, it's it's um, escapism. Yeah, you gotta love it. You gotta love it. Yep. Um, and uh, the Ilphonic guys this week they talked about the Seda Ball. Um, that they're um they're uh, getting close to being done with that. Are you guys uh, interested in in playing that game at all? Or what is, is it? it? Just it's um kind of like soccer with guns.
1: Yeah, um, they haven't really released like anything definitive. They've just talked about it.
0: Hmm. yeah well there's a there's a mode in Halo uh, I think it was created by the community um, that they're embracing now it's called Griff Ball and everyone has a gravity hammer and an energy sword and you just have to use the gravity hammer wait or do you No, you pick up the ball um, and try to run it into the other person's like goal place Mm -hmm. area um, and you have to like kill the the ball holder. Um, and I I like that game in Halo, so I I'd, I'd probably like something like that. I I like it, kind of it non similar, yeah, non traditional, just shooting people game types in FPS games.
2: Well, I think it's supposed to. They also designed this to uh, help with the testing of uh, the zero G mechanic too. Yeah. So, um. Anyway, I, it's, I don't know. It, it doesn't. It doesn't appeal to me on the surface. It just seems like you know. But uh, yes.
1: I'm kind of. I'm kind of in the middle on it. Like I, on the one hand, I agree with with you, Gleep. It doesn't really appeal to me on the surface. On the other hand, um, anything I want to be able to master zero G because it, I mean it's going to be a way of life in a persistent universe. Between you know evaing, uh, ship boarding, it, it's just going to be a you know part of life. So, anything in my mind, anything that they can put into the game that will allow me to master zero G while still having a good time, I'm cool with it. I I, zero G
0: scares me. Like, I like gravity, I enjoy it on a (laughs) a daily basis.
2: So, give me all the gravity, please. (laughs) All right, vacation to Venus for (laughs) Jonto. All the gravity all the gravity you can eat all right so uh the foundry 42 guys they um they did uh, uh mention that the tutorial which is coming in 1.1.2 is going to introduce us to our very first npc and uh he suggested that we always do what the npc tells us to do michael always.
1: michael says must obey npcs and then he also said at the end praise the sun
2: I, yeah, I noticed
1: that. I was like, was it was like some sort of pagan thing. Or <laughs> he, Michael seemed very excited to be there. I, I liked his forty Foundry 42 uh, update. He was just like, hey, guys, I'm Michael, and I am just thrilled to be
2: here. You know, I actually sort of wondered for a second if he actually belonged there or if somebody was going to like come in and say, hey, how did you get in here? <laughs> <laughs> you, you you fan, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, look, it was like hijacked the uh, recording studio. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then uh, we got a uh, one of the 30-second videos. We talked about those last uh, week, Jimmy, that they've started including 30-second videos submitted from uh, the community. And uh, one in particular was entitled, This Isn't Supposed to Be Here. And it was the uh, asteroid hangar, which is uh, out in the uh, uh, Dying Star map, which um, Asa uh, took me out there last Wednesday, uh, uh flying as a gunner in his super hornet and it was like the coolest thing ever I tweeted out a couple of pictures uh, on my personal Twitter account but um, it was really 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 glitchy but it was um once we got inside and if you and if you uh, angled your character just right you could uh, see the uh, the inside of the hangar looking out and um, it was just very very cool and it was like because you know we've got we've kind of looked at our asteroid hangers before and said you know am I gonna be able to actually land in this thing or is this just going to sort of be a, a place that I, I poof in and out of and uh, um, it so you gotta got you got to see how you would actually come in through the ceiling and land um, on the uh, the main pad so uh, definitely there's lots of videos out there that uh, show how to how to find it but um, uh it's I it's pretty easy to find in um free flight, so definitely um uh, uh check that so out. So this wasn't sorry. Go ahead, John. This was intentional, right? We don't know that yet. Because uh, last week we were talking about or it might have been the week before when we were talking about the um the ghost connies that showed up right. um in free flight and you know, people uh doing all kinds of cool stuff uh when they found those and then last week on reverse the verse they said uh it was a bug yeah that, that was an a, an yeah, asset that, yeah. that, that hadn't been removed from the uh from the build uh, so um i have not heard anything official about whether they had intended for this to be included i wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't intentional just because it was so buggy and um it did not um, um it did not resolve or well, it's just like what do you call that in Minecraft when the chunks are loading? Um uh generate. it didn't yeah, it did not generate smoothly. Like the textures was, weren't like popping in. Well, it wasn't even that. It was like there was just like a door there in the middle of space and you got close to it and then like part of one wall would appear. The scary door. The scary door. Yes. Um that was So, yeah. Sorry.
0: That that was um uh uh that that TV show.
1: God. Uh, what's the, the show? Moon, Is... Moonlighting? No. The A-Team. <laughs> Tales Logan of the Heroes. Golden Monkey.
0: Uh, Futurama. Yes. Futurama. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's a parody oh, uh, of the Twilight Zone inside Futurama.
2: Oh, that's right. The Scary Door. Yeah, yep, the Scary Door. Yep. It was just like that, but just a little bit different. I, um...
1: I haven't had a chance to do this yet, and I'm so frustrated because I really want to check it out. I just the the most time I had in game this weekend was uh, showing my son Star Citizen and letting him try and fly for the first time, and so I just haven't had a chance to get in and go find the hangar. But I'm dying to do it.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's um, check it out. It's um, it's pretty fun. We um, we had a lot of fun uh, that day also, because um, uh, I had the my gladiator and, and uh, Ace had his Horn- super Hornet. So we were, uh, you know, going out and uh, playing uh, uh, multi crew ship. You know, making uh, making noises and you know shooting at one another. It was a lot of fun. Nice yeah so um, and then sort of to, uh, to round things out uh, we got a little um, sort of an over the top campy um, bit uh, featuring uh, Sandy uh, Sandy Gardner as Khan uh, beating um, uh, Ben Lesnick as uh, James Tiberius in their uh, dogfighting grudge match um, they did sort of a um, what, John what's the name of that um, that game the is it Bridge Commander is that the the game where you um, have all the different stations and
0: oh yeah i think it is bridge commander
2: yeah so they they did sort of a, a some a send up of that sort of i think and then uh, then they sort of cut away to the uh, to the dogfight itself and there it was that the, the fight itself was kind of anticlimactic but um you know it, it was still fun the
1: the play on uh, wrath of khan if you haven't yes. seen it, if you haven't seen it Stunning visual effects.
2: <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it.
1: I'm just gonna. All, I'm just gonna put that out there. In the must, movie, no, no, in Sandy's Flight oh, school, okay. must must see ATV. I mean, yeah. I was blown away. Like, clearly, our subscriber dollars are going a long way. The visual effects were amazing. Everybody, check it out.
2: I, I like the little picture of Ricardo Montblanc taped to her monitor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was fantastic. Um, it was so rich Corinthian leather.
1: I'm gonna preface. I'm gonna preface this by saying, my wife is a badass at video games. She kicks my butt on a regular basis. Now, so having said that, I think that the match was rigged just a little bit. <laughs> I. It I looks like you know. Look. Sandy's been going to flight school. She seems to really be having it locked in. She's doing a great job, but mm-hmm. yeah, I I think that it might have been rigged a little bit. Just a
2: little bit, or completely. <laughs> yeah, or one hundred percent. I don't know, just saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with that uh that uh, opinion there. All right, so and speaking of, we did get the uh, reverse, the verse, and uh, they talked uh, a bit about the REC system. They said that it is actually being helpful, or it is helping them with the balance testing. Uh, so that's uh, that's a good thing. Um, that they are going to have a balancing update coming up uh, this next week in Around the Verse. So I I guess um, that, you know, there have been enough questions about, you know, hey, why do you guys keep nerfing stuff? So they're going to probably do something where they explain uh, the reasons and how none of us should despair that everything will work out uh, fine in the end. So, you know, I'm I'm kind of in a place now where, because, like, I had the Aurora when it had the uh, when it was sort of OP cause I could, I could have ridiculous size three guns on the wings. Right. Um, and now, now you can't do that anymore. Um, so the way I'm, I'm choosing to look at it now is, is just, you know, having, having the ships to play the themes that I'm interested in playing and then just sort of trusting that in the end it will, it'll all balance out that they will, uh, that the, the ships will be appropriately powered relative to what they're intended for. And, um, uh, the other ships in that class
1: yeah well it's I mean you know as as they iterate on the game and the game gets deeper there's going to be more balancing issues you know the more the more content they put out the more they're going to need to balance and it's uh, again the, the pendulum's going to swing back and forth for a long time you know before mm-hmm. they finally get to a place where they're like okay this is where we want it to be and then even when the game goes live when they put a new ship into the universe it's, it's going to start all over again
2: Hmm. I mean, what game has never or yeah never never had had... balancing issues? (laughs) Right. Right. Or you know any long term? I mean, even like games like WoW. I mean, there's they still do balancing stuff, right?
1: Yeah. Absolutely. It's a never ending. It's a never ending battle to to try and strike balance between all the different uh, mechanics that are in a game.
2: Yeah. Um, we mentioned uh, earlier that Travis uh, was acting as a facil- t- uh, f- 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 facilitator in Denver and uh, that he has moved on. So we're, we're taking that as a good sign, like he's, uh, he's finished his job and that uh, things are progressing as expected. Uh, there has been a Xi'an bomber, which has been uh, concepted. And uh, what was unclear is if this is going to be a playable ship. I'm wondering if it's not just going to be an NPC thing for Squadron 42. Um, but uh, you know, sort of uh, because because of my Gladiator, my Retaliator, I'm kind of interested in you know in, in what kind of bombs it would have. Is it gonna you know is it gonna have something similar? Is it gonna have something much more powerful? Um, I guess only time will tell.
1: Yeah, I'd I'd guess it's gonna be an NPC ship because they haven't talked about you know putting it up uh, or at least initially it'll be an NPC ship. Um, because they haven't really talked about like any sort of concept sale for it or they haven't really made too big of a deal about it. I mean, really, Reverse the Verse is the only place that, that you've really heard a whole lot of noise about it, yeah?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, they, as you were mentioning earlier, they talked about character creation, that that's, they're working on that and uh, the cover system, uh, that the Connies are absolutely awesome. Um, <laughs> after the... Uh, after the latest pass that they did, but we still can't look at them. Of course um, not, John. John, did you have anything to add about Connie's being awesome?
1: You don't have one anymore, do you? No. That you know what? Just let's let's since, since this episode is clearly the off-topic episode. John, how many ships did you melt to get your vanguard, and how many ships do you have now? I don't have a vanguard. <laughs> Wait, I thought you melted. I thought you got a Vanguard, didn't you? Melt, no, I melted for the things? Super Hornet. Oh, yeah. okay. So So what what's in your hangar now? A Super Hornet is in my <laughs> hangar.
0: Wow, really? That's it? That's it. Before wow. I had a Taurus and uh Mustang Delta and I have the Orion, but obviously that's not in the hangar, but I melted actually okay what I did was I melted the Taurus so that I would have money then I did cross chassis and upgradey things to my beta or my g- gamma or my z- zebra delta damn it delta <laughs> <laughs> and I I applied these things that you do <laughs> that that <laughs> one that one does. <laughs> to make yes. to make it into a super hornet. Okay. Okay the reason <laughs> the reason that's so confusing is because I am super confused about how it works because I have only like upgraded or whatever, like one time. Uh, mm. I'm not like well versed in this, like gleep is, but <laughs> melt early melt off <laughs> um so yeah i have a super hornet with lti so oh, okay. oh
2: so yeah you were able to retain the lti cool right awesome. yeah
0: i was awesome. i'm like I, I was so confused i was looking for upgrades but then there's also cross chassis thing
2: so right. I had cross to... chassis to the um to the sh- to the ship up. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So now yeah. I kind of understand what it all is. Um, but I had to do like four different things to get it there. Like I think I think from my original Aurora to the Super Hornet, I've done like fifteen of
1: those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that that sounds about right. But it's really cool though that you're still able to keep your LTI on it.
0: Yeah. And honestly, yeah. To be perfectly honest, I, don't, I think that shouldn't be a thing you can do. Because you can buy, like, any concept ship that comes out um, with LTI and upgrade it to anything else that's available and retain the oh, yeah. LTI. Which I think a bunch of people are just buying concept ships so that they can... So, s- so
1: they have LTI, yeah. Yeah, so they can upgrade mm. them later. No, it makes sense. Um, okay. Which... So you... So you have a super hornet and you have an Orion. Right. That's okay. all I have. I I
0: I have like $40 on my account now. Um so maybe if the whole A um actually we know how much it is. Um but we're going to are we going to talk about that <laughs> Not later? all of us. Um, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, we'll get we'll right. get to that. Yeah. Some of us don't know. <laughs> yeah. Some of us don't know. Some of <laughs> <laughs> So some surprise! of us are waiting. <laughs> I still want to hold stuff, um, so maybe I will get one of those if it's in my price range. Um, but yeah, so all I have in my hanger right now is a hornet. But I'm happy. I like to shoot stuff, and I like to shoot it a lot.
1: So, <laughs> yeah, and there are definitely a lot of guns for a lot of shooting. Yeah,
2: awesome. All right. Um, and speaking of the whole series, there's a concept sale coming. Wow, that mm. came up sooner than I thought it would. <laughs> I was just like, "Well, that was accident, this, a great accidental lead-in." <laughs> yeah, they um at, it, they mentioned in reverse the verse that it was going to, that the concept sale would be coming before or after one point one point two, but after but before the Avenger variants. But this doesn't seem to make any sense now because. We know, as of um, I guess it was yesterday, that we're going to get the concept sale on Friday, and I don't think we're going to get one point one point two before Friday because they still have to do the one. What is it? The one point one point one A or isn't there another patch that we're going to get before yeah, yeah. we we're, get the uh, Star we're gonna, Marine?
1: We're going to get a stability
2: patch for sure, right? So, um, so they lied. They lied to us. And, well, and
0: um, one point two or one point one point two. Will go up on the
2: PTU first, right? I don't no, mo- well, I don't know. They, it might not. Oh, am I am I confusing this? Is it actually one point two? Is Star Marine 1.2, right? 1.2, yes, right. Oh, ah, wait. So we might get the stability patch before Friday. How cool would that be? Yeah, that would very be very possible. Cool. Very all possible. All right, all right. So I re- I retract everything I've said to this point. Redacted. I'm redacted. They so- call me Johnny Redacted.
1: So, Gleep, have you clicked on the link, and are you
2: looking at the ship prices? Nope. Not doing it. (laughs) Not going to do it. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until it... So, you know, for that organic kind of, you know... Oh! So, do you want me to tell you... Well, no, 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 no. We have it coming up later. It's coming oh, up
0: later. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, are we it, those... What are we talking? What are we Weeks, doing? Listen,
1: listen. We are all over the place. This episode. <laughs> this is there. There is no rhyme. There is no reason. Cats and
2: dogs are sleeping together. It is anarchy. <laughs> oh, it's um. Well, sure. Why not? Um. Uh. Why don't you, t- Jonto, prices, please? Okay. So, although 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 wait 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 okay, wait, wait. Okay. I do want to give credit where credit is due. Handsome Devil um, in game last night at our meetup uh, did uh, give me the uh, the skinny on the uh, the post from James Pugh. So shout out to Handsome Devil uh, for uh, for hipping me to that uh, that information. But uh, now, John, the prices. So we have the hall A through the hall E. Mm-hmm. The hall A is sixty.
0: Dollars USD. Nice. <laughs> what an epic reaction. Okay. Nice. <laughs> the whole B ninety bucks. Whole C two hundred. Whole D three fifty. Whole E five fifty. Good lord. Yeah, uh huh. So wow. That okay. So all of these are supposed to be holers, right?
1: Yeah, I think it's like from the Winnebago or from the um, from the box truck, on up.
0: Okay, right. So, so do you think these ships are basically just like U haul containers with engines on them?
2: Well, what they said before was that the A is essentially Aurora size, so it's like a like Jimmy was saying, like a box truck, you know, like a delivery van, bread van, or something like that. Um, and then the E is a super tanker, so. Okay. Um. That, but what they said about the C was that it was essentially equivalent to an eighteen-wheeler. Um. So you know the stuff that we see on out on the the highway every day. Um. So that seems like a pretty big jump from the B to the uh to the C. Yeah. Well, and the if qu- you ask me,
1: well, yeah. And the question is <laughs> going to be: Is which one is going to be relative to say a freelancer, and which one's going to be relative to say a constellation? You know, is is it the b going to be relative to a freelancer or is the c going to be relative to a freelancer i have a
0: feeling that this whole series is going to be very focused on just hauling yeah or or are they mm-hmm. supposed to be the kind of ship that you just outfit however you want
2: um i well i think i think they are pretty much dedicated to um hauling although i remember something about them saying, somebody saying that you would have room in the E to add other stuff like, you know, crew compartments and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know. I don't know that for sure. Um, But I mean, I would guess because we we know that the C, if, if the stats are holding constant uh, that we wouldn't be able to empty an Orion with a C that we would need a couple of C's, I think two or three C's to Empty on a fully loaded Orion. So I'm guessing that kind of makes sense. Um, I, that... I Okay, so the whole sea is 200 bucks,
0: and a Constellation Taurus is 150 um, mm-hmm. I I would bet that maybe the whole sea is like 1.5 or 2 times the size of a
2: Constellation. Well, yeah. let's look it up on the inner tubes right now. The, the inner tubes. They have what? they have yeah. the specs on the interwebs? Yeah, they do have the specs. What? Um uh, Well the, for the whole sea. What are the what are you what what's this
0: interwebs you're talking about? It's the future, John.
2: <laughs> Come on board for the big win.
0: By the way, do you guys are you guys aware of Moore's Law? Yep. It's the I am not. Moore's it law the, is the price of milk triples every other exactly. week. Exactly, no, it me it's Moore's law says that uh, processing power doubles every two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and okay. it's and it's been it's held true since it was created fifty years ago today. So today is the anniversary of Moore's law. Is it really? Yeah. Oh wow, wow. that's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but. The alarming thing but, is
2: that No, 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 wait, 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 wait. Moore's on 420. Like we're supposed oh to believe god. that. Oh my god.
0: I think worlds we, are colliding. Rethink this entire thing. Dude was big. <laughs> no, but the alarming <laughs> thing is that Intel is down to 14 nanometers for their whatever whatever little things inside processors make them go. Um, and they can they can Gremlins. only like they can <laughs> technically only go down to 7 nanometers and they say that that is like coming close like in within the next few years they won't be able to get any smaller so processors won't be able to get any better until they can come up with some kind of new type of computing which is kind of scary to me
2: uh, that is scary <laughs> Okay.
0: Now let's get back on Star Citizen.
2: Yes. Um okay, I I'm sorry. I that was that was fascinating, John.
0: Fascinating. Yeah, I, I could tell um, that you were weird, enthralled.
2: Weird okay. wild stuff. Constellation Taurus 1900 freight units. Yes. Whole whole sea 9000 freight units. Oh wow. my god. Are you kidding you me? You know what yeah. though? That's huge. But I I'm
1: here's the trade-off probably You're not going to have the same armor. You're not going to have the same weapons. It's it's not, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's going to be your trade-off. You might have a ton of cargo space, but you are absolutely going to have to have um, somebody flying support. Yeah, that's why
0: I said I think it's going to be focused on just hauling
1: because I think it's probably just going to be a big box.
2: Right, right.
1: Yeah, no, I would would tend to agree. Otherwise, you can't really justify... You know, what would be the point of buying a Taurus? What would be the point of buying a uh, a, a, a Max? Yeah. You know, so those ships are better prepared to do it, to go out alone. Mm-hmm. I'm getting, mm-hmm. I'm going to assume uh, versus, you know, the whole series, which the whole series is just going to be, I'm guessing if you're flying by yourself is going to be a very easy target. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. So are there stats for the other
2: ones? No, that okay. was just, and I'm I'm saying that's subject to that the the stats that they had yeah, they've okay. had out there forever are are constant. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so the E is
0: supposed to be a tanker. Yeah,
2: like a super tanker, okay. like a you know. Um, so we're talking like, like liquid, right? Well, no, I mean, I'm just in scope, so I'm guessing that, you know, if you've got 9,000 units on the whole C, you might have 30,000 units on the, the E. Okay, or, so
0: it's not, it's not like
2: a, like a liquid carrier. Well, not necessarily. I, I think it's, I think just capacity-wise. Okay. So, yeah. oh my God. Okay, so that thing is going to be huge. It's gonna be big, John. <laughs> oh yeah, that's gonna be a big ship. Oh, that's gonna be a big one there. Yeah, So we're not gonna need a bigger boat. I don't think so.
1: <laughs>
2: I don't. I, all the sharks you can eat. I, I, w-
1: I would say the D and the E series are gonna be your your um you know, you're emptying out your Orion type ships.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think yeah, the think E so.
1: is probably gonna be it for
0: like the number one hauler?
2: Well, at five hundred and fifty bucks, I mean that seems like yeah, a. It's gotta uh, be. Yeah, but I mean. but you
1: also have to look at it in terms of you know that's gonna have to be like an org ship or that's gonna have it's gonna have to be related to picking up specific cargo because that's a lot of room like that's that's not like a picking up you know jo- odd jobs here and there that's a very specific job of picking up very specific cargo at a certain quantity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if yeah. we if we have one of those in the
0: org, um, it could potentially be a lot easier job for our mining operation if we just had oh, yeah. an whole oh, yeah. e yeah. come in and just pick up everything at once. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously it would
2: it would demand some more security. A lot, because you you'd have all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, so well excited to see you know, I'm excited to see what they look like.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I'm really curious as well to see what um what the ships look like. From from the smallest all the way up, you know, it's gonna be really interesting to see how they how they spec those ships. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And um, you know, the last little bit of uh, news from a reverse the verse, which I thought you might find interesting, Jimmy. Uh the Herald will be in Arena Commander before multi crew goes live for Reelsies. Wow. Yeah that is very cool i thought that would make you happy
1: yes that is fantastic so but still still no word on when uh i wonder when the
2: merlin's gonna go live <sighs> Man, they they just tease 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 they do they're teasing um, we got a, a new galactic guide, the, the tie roll system. Um, it sounds like an interesting place. Uh, we're at a minute or a minute. We're at an hour and 20. I think, um, uh, go check it out. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Go, <laughs> yeah. Just, you know what?
1: We're at a minute 20. Just, there's a link. Go check it out. It's cool. Yeah. You know,
2: but you know, because this week is racing ships fly free or free fly.
1: Yeah. And, right.
2: um, we uh we did some of that last night in uh at our weekly meetup and so uh that was a lot of fun um so definitely uh, check it out um still recommend the short course uh the medium and long course are uh, too easy to get lost um, did you have a
1: chance to fly all three
2: um i've I've owned all three <laughs> <One more laughs> So actually, you know, I I most of the night I just flew the uh, Omega or not the Omega the uh, Gamma the Gamma okay yeah, yeah it's, it's a fun little ship nice uh, and um I oh and the, I get ready to get happy again Jimmy uh, the jump point for April is out and I know we don't usually talk about um, the jump point just because it is subscriber content and uh, you know we don't want to be giving away proprietary stuff that I'm sure by clicking some box somewhere at some point I've uh, essentially signed a, um, a, a do not disclose. Um, but um, there um, in this episode, in the April episode, there is a uh, segment on the Vanguard and some uh, some sweet details about that ship, including some proposed variants for it. we had sort of talked about that before. Um, so um, we don't obviously we don't know what's going to happen in the end, but we do know now that they have been discussing variants, uh, such as a bomber, a uh, bomber loadout, and then one uh, that sounds um, like an Ewar variant, which they are calling the Trickster. Ooh. <laughs> oh,
1: man. <laughs>
2: wow. Yo, oh, that sounds like fun.
1: <laughs> sounds like too much fun. <laughs> Have you
2: seen that yet, Jimmy?
1: No, um, that is one of the things that I haven't had a chance to look at yet this week. But you are a subscriber, right? Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Oh okay, so well, yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll leave you to investigate that on your own. Oh, the trickster! I am so
2: excited. That is just that's all the things. You you will you will like it. It's 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 it sounds right up your alley. Nice. I'll definitely go check it out. All right. So um, that's about all I had uh, for official stuff this week. So uh, what do you say we talk a little bit about the community, guys? Yeah. All right. Um, We are now 115 members strong. Amazing. It is. It is. And uh, so since last time, we've had three new members join us. We had uh, Tovirus, I guess is how you're going to pronounce that. Uh, He is from (laughs) Frankfurt, Germany, uh, and recently found the show, and he's addicted to it. Um, his first uh, Chris Roberts game was Freelancer, and he's been waiting for something cool like Star Citizen ever since. He has an LN, a Gladius, a Gladiator, a Freelancer, a Retaliator, and a Carrick, and he's looking forward to having fun with us. Welcome. It's good to have you on board. Uh, I, uh, I will volunteer my services
1: for when you are exploring in your Carrick. I will be happy there. to be
2: a crew member. Absolutely. Uh, lowtech uh, joined us. Uh, he said, I heard this is where I can find guys with ships. As I am a guy with a ship, I think I might just fit in. Plus, I've heard you guys are totally porridge, <laughs> which sounds right up my alley. Oh, man. Guys, guys, were, we are porridge. I had to look that up. Well, what did you find? Because cause, cause I went to the man and I asked him, uh, you know, I thought it was some like a, a British expression. I thought maybe he might be from over there in the UK, but he, he's not. Um,. Uh, what do you? What did you? Uh, did you find anything, John? Uh, I think the Urban Dictionary <laughs> definition
0: was just like really
2: cool. Well, you know, it's. I believe that's how he intended it. But what he told me uh, when I asked him is that it had was a uh, a callback and just a brilliant callback, uh, Mister um, uh to an episode uh, a previous episode in which um, uh, one of us said. Uh, either John, you or I said uh, that was, something was just right, and Jimmy replied, "Just like porridge." Ah, that's a good callback. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. He went deep. That <laughs> nice,
1: bravo, sir.
2: Bravo. Yeah, extra extra credit for you, Lotech. That was. And uh...
1: I especially love that it was something that we said, and the two of you had to go and look it up in
2: Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> I know, I know. It's, I, it's, you know, sometimes we forget just how cool we are, <laughs> how cool, how porridge we are. I wish, dude, <laughs> yeah, we are so porridge. <laughs> We're beyond porridge well, at this point. We, we are <laughs> beyond the valley of the porridge. All right. And uh today, um a friend of Iron Man and Six joined us, Mr. Flying Cripple. It's it's good to have you. <laughs> does, does does he have a little like blue hangy thing? No, not mirror? not that I saw, but <laughs> a blue hangy thing. A blue hangy thing. Well, you know, it, you know, I guess it I guess it depends on on what day of the week that would be. Um <laughs> And uh, he has just finished building out uh, his new PC and is looking forward to joining us in game and getting to know us. Nice. Because we're porridge like that. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Hey, exactly. what's up with
0: only three members? Come on, guys.
2: I, I, I think it's time for for Jonto's rant.
0: I think it's always time for Jonto's rant. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> people. We need, we need need We need more people so that we can have more ships. So that we can dominate the PU. Okay? Listen, we have
1: a we have a realistic goal of four hundred and eighty six thousand members. Yeah. That's our drive. That's what we're looking for, right?
0: I mean, mm-hmm. it's we're just trying to surpass that really big org that I forgot the name of. <laughs> explore. explore. You wanna want, want out explore? Explore. That's the one. We're just trying to surpass them, okay? So if you are a guy, and by guy I mean a person, with a ship, then you should join us, okay? If you're listening to this with your ear holes, then use your finger pointer to join us,
2: okay? (laughs) Oh man, With, with a pitch like that, how could they not? How could you not want to join? I mean, come on. All right, and on the website, um, uh, Mr. Uh, Tovirus and LoTech joined us there as well. Now, so, what if
1: what if that's like like Tobias,
2: but it's Tovirus? You know, it very well could be, but you know, now, you, as, you as you I like, mentioned you before, like
1: Tovirus better.
2: Yeah, well, as I've mentioned before, uh, English is my second language. I just don't have a first one uh right and so um speaking of getting together and playing with each other um on tax day on the 15th um uh, a few of us went out and played uh avi and i got together um avi physics um who it, it turns out actually lives within mere blocks of me oh wow isn't that isn't that interesting that is craziness yeah Um, uh, we got together we did some of the Vandal Swarms uh, with mixed success they were still you know in the process of of, uh, I think it's getting better but it's you know slowly Um, and then Ace logged in and we uh, all went into the um, uh, multiplayer free flight on Dying Star and uh, great fun was had landing and swapping ships and Ace uh, got a chance to fly my Gladiator and I got to ride in the turret It it was pretty cool um, and then um, Ace and Abby were having a fun time uh, playing Park the Three Hundred I. So it looks really silly. I don't know if you have you guys ever seen a Three Hundred I parked in uh, in uh, free flight. No. it, uh, it stands up in bags or it sits up in bags. Oh, really? It's, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um, then we uh, we did some EVA into into the second seat of. Um, of uh our uh, respective ships and then we went to the asteroid hangar. It was very very cool. It's, you know it's wonky but you know, you know, but it's uh it's I, I would I would call that still pre-alpha but yeah, uh, yeah. Assume, assuming it's even supposed to be there.
1: Well, I love that um, um, I love that free flight is turning into a testbed for new systems, you know, where it's just like we'll throw it in there and we'll you guys go ahead and break it.
2: it well, it's turned into a destination mode. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, totally. It's, it's like people log in to go do that, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, we had Ace's Flight Academy on uh, the next day, on the 16th, and uh, Diavalo, Ace, Avi, Buckshot, Yellowstag, Vendants, and Likey all showed up. We did missile training, which was very cool. Um, uh, Ace was instructing us on how to, uh, you know, what to watch for and how to evade different types of missiles. Um, and then, uh, then we did something really cool. Uh, we went into Vandal Swarm, into the actual Vandal Swarm, and uh, there were four of us. Um, Ace, um, let's see, it was Ace and Buckshot, um, and Abby and I. And we, what we did is uh, the two of us had multi-crew ships, and so then the ones that didn't uh, ejected from their ships but didn't hit X to respawn, and then we're able to EVA into the other ships. So we did a um, uh, a two multi crew ship Vandal swarm. Nice, yeah, so, yeah. And how, it was uh... um,
1: how how was I, I'm dying to do that. I just again it's a, a timing thing. Um, how was that? How was being in a gunner's seat um, and dealing with Vandal? Was it did it feel very smooth? Did it did it seem? Did you have to communicate with the pilot? Did you lose sight of targets quickly if you changed position? How did that work?
2: Um, well, I was piloting uh, my gladiator, so I didn't get a um, a, uh, a chance to to play or to sit in the gunner seat um, uh, in the Vandal Swarm. But uh, what, because uh, I believe Avi was riding with me, and what he reported was that um, uh, it was pretty um, it was pretty wonky, and I, I believe. Uh, that um, uh, the targeting would sort of go in and out. Um, So it was buggy. It was buggy, but, but you know, the the fun thing is is it was just sort of a peek of of what it's going to be like. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Um, And then, as I've mentioned a couple times, we had our meetup yesterday. Uh, It was kind of a light turnout, but I I think part of that is just because, uh, you know, the game has been uh, rather unstable, and so, you know, folks are, um, you know, I think are waiting for a few patches to land so that... um, it's a, a bit, um, works a bit better, which you know is understandable. But uh, we did have, we had, uh, you know, low-tech uh, Mirtok and Rurik, um, um, Handsome Devil, who I mentioned, uh, they all came in. We did some racing. Um, also, Abby was there too. We did some racing um, because of the uh, free fly week for the racing ships. And uh, um, we, uh, I won about uh, 1,500 wrecks, So that was uh, pretty cool. Um, you, you know, enough to, enough to pay for, you um, for um, you know a size 3 gun for a week. So, you know, that's that's not bad. Nice. Uh, yeah, and um, I had some issues with my client crashing quite a bit, so it was a bit frustrating, but it was still fun. Um, some other folks who had come out, uh, Ace, Vendus, Mac Virus, Lego Zombie King. Um, <laughs> that's a, a great name. I think a, a recent uh, member, and the Super Elita Brothers, they all came out and played some uh, Planetside. Um, I spoke to Ace or uh, texted with Ace this morning. And he reported that they had a um, a lot of fun. Um, it was Nito Burrito, fun time for all. Nice. Uh, yeah, I think um, um,
1: you and I had uh, talked about it just a little bit before the show, and it, it's you know it's funny. It's it's frustrating. It's understandable that the game is in alpha, and that there are going to be issues, especially with the servers being overwhelmed or matchmaking being overwhelmed by how many new players we have. Um, you know, but it's it's we really want to try and keep the community together. So in a way, it's kind of cool. Like you know, we've got guys. We all kind of still meet up, and then we we'll, if things are buggy, some of us will split off and do some other things. But we're still the community is still getting together on those days, and we're still you know trying to get in and trying to uh, playtest as much as we can in Star Citizen.
2: Yeah, that's what, you know, when I logged in last night, you know, the, sort of the consensus was, you know, hey, um, uh, it's it's too bugged to play, let's go do something else. And I said, you know, I'm just going to hang out here in Star Citizen, and if some folks show up, um, you know, because if we have new members showing up, they're not going to be showing up to right. play right. Planet Side. They're going to be showing up because they have an interest in playing Star Citizen. So I think it's important that, you know, we... You know, no matter what state the game's in, we sort of be somebody is there to uh, yeah, to do absolutely. that with them and 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 welcome them to the to the group. So
1: and you did some kind of, uh, you did some racing, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was um it was a lot of fun. Um, it's um, um, you know, it it it's you know not terribly exciting. I mean, actually, the most exciting part of the race tends to be can any can everyone get out of the uh, starting tube? <laughs> yeah, that is always kind of a bit of a cluster, isn't it? It is, uh, but. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. So um and you know, John, I wanted to ask you about um Elite Dangerous on Steam. Um I, I understand that it's been released to Steam and um I know we have a lot of people in the group that, that that play the Elite Dangerous. And uh does you 'cause you did not buy it on Steam, you bought it uh from Frontier, is that correct?
0: Yeah, I bought it on the website and um a bunch of people are upset that they that they also bought it on the website and that they don't get a Steam copy, um, and supposedly they're working into um, somehow giving people access to the Steam version that already have mm-hmm. it from the website. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I'd like to. I'd, I really would be bummed if it had like the Steam automatic updates um, that mm-hmm. they that Steam does for most games. Well, it's up to the de- developer how their game updates. Most people do it through Steam, but some people do a separate launcher, like Planetside 2 still does that. Um, and I think Elite still uses their own launcher. Um, so mm-hmm. there's like there's really no benefit to actually having it on Steam at this point. Um, so, I mean, I would be bummed if they do implement the functionality of having Steam automatic updates, because I really... Enjoy having that in most of my games, Um, Mm -hmm. but right now, honestly, it doesn't really matter that much. So,
2: okay, Um, it's not. I mean, we don't get access to different servers if you're on Steam. I mean, they're not. No, you're not. You're connecting to like the exact same thing. Okay, okay, Um, yeah. Because I listened to um, uh, I heard them talking about it on the Lave Radio podcast, and they were essentially saying, you know, that it's. I couldn't tell whether they were saying it's no big deal because they didn't want it to be a big deal or if it was no big deal because it's no big deal.
0: I don't think it's really that big of a deal. It's just another platform for them to deliver the game. I think, I think what people are most upset about is that they, I, I think, I'm pretty sure, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure that they said they wouldn't be bringing it to Steam, which is what right. people
1: are upset about. Um, you heard it that's what, you heard it here first john made a bold <laughs> statement <laughs> oh sorry
2: which which is actually based in fact so <laughs> okay. it's, it's, you're you you're you're good yeah john. so
0: that makes sense to me um because obviously if they said at first that they were thinking about steam then some people would have waited to get it there um because i mean i can understand wanting to have all of your games in one place i would love to have everything on Steam, it'd be way better than having this stupid Origin and you play launcher. And, right, um, I'm fine right. with it with Star Citizen just because that's going to be like my main game. So having a separate launcher is fine. But but yeah, I like having things on Steam, and I can understand people that are upset that they are now bringing it out on Steam. But the good thing about it is a ton of a ton more people are getting introduced to the game. Um, it's like it's been like one of the top sellers for since it was put up.
2: Yeah, I heard it. It outsold uh, uh, GTA V. Yeah, it
1: was it was outselling it, and I think it's that's that's impressive for a space sim. Yeah,
0: like it's above yeah. DayZ now. So I, yeah, it's I think I you know Elite is a, a really good game. Um, there there may it may be lacking some features, and you know stuff like mining needs to be fleshed out. Um, but what's there is really good, and I really enjoy mm-hmm. it. And it kind of is sort of the space version of DayZ, so I can understand people really digging it. Um, so yeah, it's it's wow.
2: It's what? I that's that analogy just floored me, John.
0: Well, it is. Um, you know, it's an open world where you can, you know, choose where to go and what to do, and. Uh, when you die you lose your all your stuff I mean obviously there's uh, you can buy back your stuff after you die um, mm-hmm. which you can't do in Daisy but it's kind of a similar game it's just an open world with uh, you know there's bad guys that want to want to kill you and you you know you have to get away or droop up with friends to survive or so I I mean I think I think it's kind of like Daisy <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was just thinking, you know, zombies in space. Oh no, but... <laughs> there should be zombies, though. Well, we just haven't found them yet. Right. I, because...
1: I I don't know. I forget where I where I was reading it, but there is some lore floating around there about some sort of disease um, that's spreading through uh, the uh, the uh, the galaxy. Um, it's there's not a whole a whole lot in of info life? on it. No, no in in yeah in real life <laughs> no in the persistent universe
0: oh, in star citizen
1: yes in star citizen okay. you know the the, the podcast oh this okay, okay that, yeah. yeah yeah you know this thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> there there's some there's I, I gotta I'll dig it up maybe for for next week but there's some sort of virus that's float that they've been talking about in the lore that's floating around that um, is pretty nasty so we might have space zombies at some point. Well, the Flood in Halo is
0: a really cool enemy because it's, yeah. it's like yeah, yeah. all controlled oh, by yeah. one entity and it's like one body, but it's all different crazy be things that are different forms and stuff.
2: But they're so huggable looking. What? <laughs> so huggable. What, what game huggable. are
0: you playing?
2: <laughs> well, yeah, you hug them, but then they go splodey splode.
0: Yeah, and then they turn you into a zombie.
2: Well, there's that. <laughs> well, well, there's that. But you know, <laughs> a little penicillin goes a long way. Oh man, it's like in the original. I mean, I spent so much time in the library with a shotgun. And, Wait, what? <laughs> oh,
0: okay. The yeah. Halo library.
2: The Halo library. Yeah. yeah, follow following that little floaty guy around. The index yeah. guy. It's yeah. um.
1: It's gonna be fun to see because the, the whole thing with with Star Citizen's launch is. You know they're doing a lot of setup, but they're they're releasing basically as far as lore goes. They're releasing a relatively stable universe. There there is some contention. I know Pitchfork is talking about you know raid, going into Vandal uh, Vandal territory. Um, so there's some stuff happening. But what I'm really curious to see is year two, year three. When, mm-hmm. when star systems collapse, when economies fall apart, when some new race of like super evil beings pop up or some mega virus starts spreading through the galaxy. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really curious as to see what they start doing after they've established the universe, after they've established the governments, and after they've established, you know, here's the game to this point, what they're going to do in year two, year three, year four to really mix it up.
2: Oh, I, I so want to be an evil game master. I just want to like you know, I, I, and I will go back to the thing I skipped over—the tie roll system. Which they, um, they—if you read, if you go to the document and read it, as I suggested earlier, <laughs> uh, it it is a system on the verge of collapse. I mean, like if I was the game master, I would so collapse it. I oh would, yeah. Like, wait, I would wait until they were like so many people there with you know all their fancy ships, and I would just—that's evil. I know. A lot of
0: people don't give Halo enough credit for its lore, um, especially like outside of the games they have uh, really cool books. Um, oh, those books were awesome. yeah, and did you did you read the books?
2: mm hmm And did you read the Forerunner series? No, because how many were there in the original Master Chief series? I think like three or three. Of them? Yeah. yeah, I read those. okay. Um, the Forerunner series is awesome. Um,
0: so it has like nothing to do with uh, Master Chief. like it's thousands of years um in the past. Um, but it follows uh, the didact and uh, forerunners. um and it's really fascinating how the forerunners are like this higher being that kind of uh, keeps the other species aligned, including humans. Um, mm-hmm. and at one point humans get completely knocked out by the flood um mm-hmm. and they have to like bring them back and like rebuild and stuff so I, that'd be that'd be really cool if in star citizen they had like a global thing that happened like that um mm-hmm. where you saw the effects of it like destroying worlds or something yeah 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 and then you'd have that to see be, yeah. it like rebuilt and stuff
1: Yeah, you go. You go to. um, I'm sure they wouldn't do it with like a Terra, but like for example, like you go to Terra and it's just laid to waste. Yeah, that would be that would be really cool. Or you go to Earth, you know, and you know we've lost uh, Russia. You know, Mm -hmm. um, that would be really really cool. Um, That's another thing I'm really excited about. I can't wait to. um, I'm really curious. Just again, off topic, since that seems to be the theme on this episode. (laughs) um, I'm really curious as to see what it's going to be like to fly around in our solar system. Because Earth is going to be playable with uh, New York, uh, Shanghai, and Russia mm-hmm. as landing zones. And they're, all, they're always talking about in lore uh, about Mars and the, the first failed attempt at terraforming. And then when terraforming took hold. And they're talking about there's a plaque on Mars for the first settlers that went out there. I can't wait to just fly around like our universe you know, and, and check out Mars and check out Earth. And um, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. God, I just had flashbacks
0: of Destiny because you mentioned Ah, Russia. Oh, Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was the only place you could go on Earth in Destiny.
1: Right. (laughs) Like, oh, that game was so disappointing.
2: (laughs) So much Mm, potential, uh, so much potential. Yeah. Well, um... Let's talk a little bit about the forums. Um, and I first off, I just want to uh, bring up a forum post that John pointed me to earlier in the week, and our forum thread. And it was actually a thread which I should be paying closer attention to. It is one about this show, and oh, um, I, I might yeah. want to pay attention to that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, in it, Mirtok, uh, who is a, a, a recent um, member or, or joiner of our organization, pointed out that the uh, the audio quality, that my audio quality doesn't necessarily sound as good uh, to uh, everyone else as it does to me when I'm listening to it on my uh, iPhone. So um, I engaged the services of our resident tech wizard, Mr. Jonto here, uh, who suggested that I get a boom for my mic, and so I did, uh, Amazon Prime, two-day delivery, BAM! Got to love it. Uh, Yep. And uh, so I'm using it right now, and so we'll see if that helps. But uh, I wanted to give a shout-out to Mirtok. Thank you very much for the feedback. It is appreciated. Um, uh, I do want to try to make uh, the listening experience for our uh, listeners as pleasurable as possible. Mm -hmm. I mean, content aside, (laughs) (laughs) that you just got to take as it is. All right. so uh, did you guys have anything in the forums you wanted to uh, bring up this week?
1: I uh, I just saw a uh, MacVirus. MacVirus is like my favorite poster. I always find stuff from him uh, that I want to be involved in. Uh, So Mm -hmm. keep it up, MacVirus. Nice job. Um, He just posted, it's a fairly fresh thread. Uh, There's only a few replies in it, but he posted uh, posted about cargo uh, design speculation. Because we're going to be getting a cargo design post pretty soon. Right and um, you know he had uh, Ben had uh, made a comment uh, that uh, will support uh, the des- we'll, we'll be uh, posting a design uh, document about cargo and some other surprises coming up soon, and uh, basically MacVirus was saying that he's hoping that that will include cargo types, uh, containers, vehicles, personnel, components. Uh, mm-hmm. Cargo transfer methods between ships, between stations, um, from store to ship, tractor beams, cargo weight, and those kinds of things. Uh, and then he was like, "What do you guys think?" And um, I just thought that was a great post. It it really gets you thinking about okay, when that design document comes out, what is it that you know that you want to see in that for the people that are going to be hauling? And uh, I think MacVirus hit the nail right on the head, especially with like cargo types. You know, uh, it'd be really really curious to see what different components are going to, how you're going to be able to move stuff uh, from area to area. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For well, me, well, I don't no, got I'm sorry.
2: Forklift. You need to have a forklift. You need to have a forklift. That's what I said. Um, well, it's, I know. John, that's what, I, I just stole that from you. Well,
1: yeah, it's funny. John, John had mentioned <laughs> that uh, it would be, uh, he loves the idea of physically moving cargo. And I think that's a really cool idea too. Uh, I don't think they're going to do it. Like, I don't think they're going to do it where we physically move it. From what I've seen, and I think that this has been addressed in, in ten for the chairman, there'll be some sort of like when you land, there'll be NPCs that on that offload and onload your cargo for you. So no. it's still it still maintains the integrity of the lore oh. but you're not
2: physically doing
1: it. I wanna do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you know, I mean someday that I mean that would be a perfect especially when they start offering um uh memberships, <laughs> um, citizenships to, uh, folks, uh, without buying a ship, you know, when you, you, you know, you get in for 10 or 15 bucks or whatever you do. Um, and then, but you don't have a ship and you want to, you know, for those folks that want to have the experience of starting with literally nothing and working their way to, um, uh, to, uh, universal domination. Um, you know, what better way it's like, Hey, I started out in the shipyards driving a forklift.
1: <laughs> and I said, I worked my way up to this Bengal carrier. Exactly, and you should too. Well, uh, LoTech also brings up a good point. Um, he's uh, really curious as to see how the cargo is physically represented in game. Um, mm-hmm. This also speaks to John's desire to want to pack the cargo. You know, would it be a mini game like Tetris? Which that would be kind of fun. You know, if if you had to load your own cargo, figuring out how to load it in the best way to maximize the space. Um, yeah. You know, I think he mentions forklifts as well or anti grav sleds uh, to be able to load everything in. Uh, for me, obviously, it's going to be... Uh, is there gonna, are they going to talk about a contraband system? Are they going to talk about how you can hide cargo, either through uh, false scans or secret compartments? Yeah. So it's really cool. And I, I would love to, to see what the community's feedback is on that as well. So, I mean, by all means, everybody go stop in and flood Mac Virus's thread. Absolutely. Honestly, absolutely. I, like
0: if I had a whole C or something... I would love the ability to just get in like a forklift, and just pick up you know pallets and move them
1: around and stuff. Yeah, I I think I think you might be able to do that though. I think because is I think like once everything's loaded, you should be able to move it around. Mm -hmm. I would think. But what about stowing away? What about being a stowaway? That would be pretty cool. Pack yourself up in a cargo container.
2: Yeah, or, or, you know, like the. It just. In, in the real world, uh, there was that guy that. Uh, uh, yeah, I forget which airline it was. That f- fell asleep inside the cargo container or inside the, the cargo compartment. Oh. Yeah. Well, there was that kid that rode a plane,
0: like within the uh, the landing gear or something
2: from. Yeah, well, he died, didn't he? No, I don't think he died.
1: No, no, I don't think no, he died. No, he went from, like, California to Hawaii. Potentially, you could die, but I don't. Yeah, think that because could I die. think I think it gets like, like below zero. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. crazy cold. Yeah,
2: crazy cold.
1: Uh, but you know what is interesting though, if you think about it, uh, would you be able to put yourself in a cargo container, and would you be able to get out of that cargo container, and if so, would you be able to kill the crew members? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know, for people that like are interested in playing like an assassin. Or you know, a bounty hunter is a mercenary. If you think about it, so you know, as a mercenary, what what jobs are going to be available or afforded to you, you know, through the ability to sm- smuggle yourself onto uh, onto a ship?
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, the just the the uh, the possibilities are endless. All the things, all the things, all the things. So, um, uh, anything else out of the forums this week?
0: Uh oh I was going to mention this uh real life asteroid mining from uh Rorak. Uh he posted a link to uh planetary planetaryresources.com which is uh a place that actually does real uh asteroid mining in the real world. Um <laughs> and I replied to this with a, a website that I found through This concept art that we previously thought was the RSI Orion, and I don't know who suggested it was the RSI Orion, um, but it's like this giant thing with tank treads on the surface of like a moon or something. Um, Mm -hmm. And we thought it was the Orion forever.
2: We we (laughs) did. It was a sneak peek on on ATV. Yeah. Was it? Did they actually? It was a sneak. No, no, they just—they didn't say what it was. They just said, here's your sneak peek, and uh, the concept sale was upcoming, so we, you know... Wait, they actually showed
0: this image, though?
2: Um, If I'm remembering the same image that you're describing... I think,
0: no, I think you're thinking of the one that's, like, that's, like, in the sky, and it looks like a...
2: Oh, construction... No, I'm thinking of the one with the
0: tank treads. That's...
2: Yeah, this had, like... Weird kind of tread stuff, but it was like it was in a in a, um a dry dock a no, 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 yeah, we're thinking of a different uh, okay.
0: thing this Never this mind. is not created by um, c i g at all. This is created uh. by some some artist who created this just inspired by this place called Deep Space Industries, which is another um like space mining company. Um, I don't think they actually do anything yet, but supposedly in the future they will be mining stuff in space. Um, oh. But yeah, <laughs> that image that we all thought was the Orion, well, I did. And it's been posted on RSI in the forums, and people have been like, this is the Orion. Um, it was like mm. last year, though, that this was going oh, okay. on. But um, it's just funny that it has nothing to do with the game. Um, and somebody connected it for some reason. Um, but yeah, that's a, it's a forum about uh, mining in space. And I think yeah, Mac Virus uh, says that supposedly um, that some asteroids could have twenty nine trillion dollars worth of unrefined metals in them.
2: That's all. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah. It's it, I could it, pay it, off a lot of bills. <laughs> with
1: that. Hope hopefully, you know, that's what really kind of pushes us into space because the thing is government-funded space uh, travel is just so slow and so arduous and uh, so at the whims of whatever politicians are in office at any given time that, you know, there is, you know, there's gold in them, there meteors. Yeah. So hopefully <laughs> yeah. that becomes a driving force to get us out in the
2: space, like
1: in real life. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, they just discovered or uh, heard uh, an asteroid that has more an asteroid that has more water on it than the entire planet Earth. Wow. Oh, that's
1: good cuz we don't we're at this rate we're killing off the fresh water we have, so we're going to need more. Yeah. yeah you guys just, definitely not, do.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're in a bad place right now. Not not good, not good. The old Gleepster's front lawn's looking pretty brown. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, you know, upcoming stuff in the community. We've got Aces Flight Academy on Thursday. Come on out. We're going to do something fun. Don't know what yet. We'll see uh, what's available to us. And then next Sunday, we're going to meet up again uh, about 6 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, so watch the watch for the tweet there and uh, come out and play. Um, uh, at least one of us will be uh, out there playing Star Citizen, uh, no matter what state it's in. And yeah, that, absolutely. That, that guy's me.
1: I'll um I'll definitely be uh be around for Sunday for sure. I'm actually going to try and make Thursday. Um, I'm going to see. I don't know. I'm going to try and try and get in as well as as you know as early as I can, but Sunday for sure. Um, and then also, just a reminder to the community: this week, mm-hmm. this week we have ten for mm-hmm. the producers. Drop mm-hmm. us an email at comms.versecast.org. dot dot org. Let what us was know. that email, Jimmy? Comms.versecast.org. At
2: or my at.
1: at. Did I say at? Comms at Okay, whatever. Yeah, we're, we're rounded up on two hours, <laughs> aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. The, community. the
2: crazies are here.
1: Exactly. Listen, community. We like you.
2: <laughs> we want tell you, us what you
1: think. We want to talk to you. So <laughs> email us comms.versecast.org. at Let us know what question you want us to talk about from this week's 10 from the producers and and I promise you we'll talk about it
2: we will and we'll talk about it smart Mm, we'll use big words big words All right. well do you guys got anything else or are we going to uh, wrap the tricycle up and uh, top it with a bow do we have time
1: for my six hour dissertation on uh, the uh, proper uh, gun uh, loadouts for each individual ship maybe. Okay. Maybe Settle in folks. We got another 6 hours to go. Uh, I have somewhere to be actually. <laughs> I've got anywhere <laughs> I've got anywhere else to be right now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm good. Uh, oh, did you uh, okay, since since the theme of tonight's show is off topic, did either of you guys see um uh, Game of Thrones last night?
1: No, don't talk about it. We have to watch it tonight.
2: Okay, well, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to give you a line. It doesn't give anything away. But at some point, uh, a person goes up to another person and says, um, I don't have anywhere else to go. And the person that they said this to says, that's not true. You have everywhere else to go. Oh, and on that deep thought, Support Engine, they power our website. Go to engine.com for all your site hosting needs. Support Ronald Jenkins. he's swell. www.ronaldjenkies.com I am Gleep, you can tweet me at HouseGleep on the Twitter machine. You can also email me at gl33p at versecast.org. Jimmy, where can the fine folks find you?
1: Well, on RSI, I am Ajax Wilhelm. Uh, but- push to talk, Jimmy,
2: push to talk.
1: Oh, yeah. Push to talk. You know (laughs) what? I only forgot to push to talk twice this episode. It's amazing. You can find me at RSI as uh, Ajax Wilhelm, uh, but my handle there is Jackson, J-A-X-S-U-N. You can find me over on uh, versecast.org, also as Jackson. And then on Twitter, you can find me at Jimmy Croker, J-I-M-I-C-R-O-K-E-R. So come and visit me. And last but not least... Email me at uh, versecast.org. At, uh, it's jimmy at versecast.org.
0: You can find me at the only Jonto. That's like Tonto only with a J on Twitter and RSI and versecast and pretty much everywhere else. And you can email me at john at versecast.org. And then you can email the show at comms at versecast.org. Although it's crossed out, so maybe I wasn't
2: supposed to say that. But I think maybe I was. I think you were <laughs> okay. I I, th- I I think I I forgot to redact the redact. <laughs> okay, the unredact
0: unredact <laughs> unredacted comms at versecast.org. dot org. We want to get emails from you guys, okay? I know that that we're like easy to talk to on many different levels and avenues, but we want the emails, okay? If you want want us to talk about something or you think that. Something
1: is worth talking about, <laughs> or or if if there is a thing that you want us to talk about, yeah. Or if you or if we want if you want us
0: to converse about a certain item, we would speak about it.
2: <laughs> we need words for our eye holes. Yeah.
0: Okay. Moving on. You can tweet <laughs> at us at Versecast on Twitter, um, where you can follow us as well. That's the thing you do. Um and we also we follow back everybody. Um so you've got nothing to lose. Okay, you're gonna be gaining a follower, you're gonna be getting a ton of cool Star Citizen tweets as well as you know, knowing when we're playing stuff and all that jazz. So follow us at versecast. Um use the hashtag TGWS um so that all of our other guys with ships can find your tweets. Um you can all the cool kids are filtering on that. Yes. It's true. It is true. Even Justin Bieber's in there. So that's actually, not true. that's not not even remotely true. Don't even but, no. don't but, know. but
1: Marky Mark and the Funky Mark Bunch. Marky Mark is. <laughs> yes. Mark,
2: Marky Mark is. We do have Will Justin Smith.
1: Bieber, no. Will Smith follows us, so He does. That's true, he does. Yeah. Now if we could just get
2: Jazzy Jeff. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, if only. If only. How <laughs> about the iTunes, John? You can, uh,
0: you can find us on iTunes at VerseCast. That's Just search for VerseCast. Right. We need, we need reviews, okay? The reviews make us
1: better people, okay? Mm-hmm. And we like to be better people. <laughs> we will, we will not kick this puppy if you give us reviews. <laughs>
2: On I don't think that's what he was going for. Oh, I, I really don't. No. Oh. All right. I'll, no. I'll, I'll, I see what you did, but I don't think that's what. I'll, he was I'll going
1: give for. this puppy back to my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, you should join our organization
0: at Industries dot com slash org slash versecast. We would love to have you. Anyone is welcome. Uh, you can mo- join multiple orgs. So again, you know, nothing to lose with those guys with ships. I think that's safe to say.
2: Absolutely.
0: Uh, Find us at versecast.org where we have our forums, which are ridiculously active. Um, Yes. Somehow we have, like, thousands of views on, like, every thread. I don't know how it happens, but... Because it's interesting, that's why. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, tell the the people it's free. Tell the people it's interesting, John. It's, it's, It's so interesting. Like, it's more interesting than... Something that's like ridiculously interesting.
2: God, this is such a
1: 420 episode.
2: <laughs> that is really interesting. John. I think, it's so I think we're
1: interesting. All 420ing, ing, ing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think I think we need to wrap this up. My pizza just got delivered.
2: Yeah, Moore, Moore's law says it's time to eat pizza. Okay, um, all I right. think that's it. All right, well, um, until next time, then, we are Those Guys with Ships, and this has been The Verse Cast. See you guys. 420. Blaze it. <laughs>